This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. For quite some time now, you know, the Lord has been helping us and Pastor has been taking us through a, a series, The Blessings of Test and Trials. The Blessings of Test and Trials. When it started... When you look at the faces of some people, when we started to say, well, maybe it's for some specific kind of people. But it's very sure that every one of us as believers, as, you know, people ordained of God, we were passing through a particular trial, a particular test at a particular time, not because God wants to belittle us or want to molest us or want to bring us low, but, but because he's destined for him to take us higher. In the name of Jesus because he has a plan for him to take us higher. And we said that without any test, without any trial, there is no promotion. So the only reason why you are seeing that test, the only, pro, the only reason why you are seeing those particular difficulties is because God wants to take us higher. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been looking at the life of Abraham, life of, the, the, the type of Abraham. If we say, Abraham, blessings are mine, then I need to partake of all those trials. And uh, the Lord really helped us. And last week, we're looking at the test of his offering. Both first and second service, the Lord helped us, you know, how he offered Isaac unto God. How he offered Isaac, the most precious things in his life. And in the first service, I said, we have, uh, we're looking at four different kind of offerings. And we looked at two. And t- today, by the grace of God, we'll be looking at the remaining two of them. Quickly, let's quickly open to the scripture. Let's quickly open to the scriptures and the Lord will be helping us today. Let's start from the book of Genesis chapter number 21. Genesis number 21. And uh, I'll read verse 1 and 3 and 22, 1 and 2. I read. It says, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son. In his old age, at a set time of which God has spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. Hallelujah. Is that in your scripture? Can we all read together uh, Genesis chapter 22 and from verse 1 and 2? Genesis chapter number 22 and from verse 1 and 2. One to go. And it came to pass, read it louder as if you mean it, to after these things, that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here am I. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a bond offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell of thee. Hallelujah. 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 Before now, we've been, you know, looking at the test of his humility. We're looking at uh, the test of his hospitality and many more. But if you look critically into the scripture, you find that this is the only place by which the, the Bible recorded it so clear, clearly that what and God did what tempt Abraham. And if you look at all the ones that the Lord has taken him through, you know, 
Thank God he was able to scale through each of them. But this is like the climax of his test and trials. It was the climax of his test and, t- and, and trials. And many people say, ah, why would God be asking of Isaac? Isaac supposed to be the child of destiny. Isaac supposed to be the fulfillment of the promise that God has given to Abraham 25 years ago before now. But some, theolo- some theologians have explanation for this. If you look at when the promise was, was fulfilled in the book of Genesis chapter number 21 to chapter 23, you find that there is nothing spectacular that we can read about that Abraham did for God. And some said this was what, what must have happened. That after the delivery of the promise, which is Isaac, that uh, Abraham was very glad and was very excited about it. And a promise that you've been waiting for for 25 years and suddenly it's been laid at your, at, on your feet. What happened? You will cherish it so much. And he was, you know, taking good care of this child. He was spreading and lavishing all that he had. Mind you, Abraham was a very wealthy man. From all that we've been reading, we find out what? He had cattle, he had men, he had men servants, he had a lot. So, as at that particular time, he was what? Lavishing everything on him. And not knowing that at that particular time, Isaac was almost taking the place of God in his life. Isaac was almost taking the place of God in his life. Isaac was almost taking the time that he always spent with God. Isaac was almost taking the offering that he used to offer to God. Isaac was almost taking, you know, the place of God. And God called him, come. My friend, he says, come and show me that you love me more than this particular promise. Come and show it to me that what you really, really love me. Come and show me that this particular offering, this particular blessings that I've given to you is not to derail you from my presence. And he came. If you read that chapter 22, he said what? He woke up early in the morning, determined. The Bible never recorded that he told Sarah. He said he gathered the, he gathered the ass and they began to go on a particular journey. If you look at the, what happened in verse 21 to verse 23, when the count of time was, you know, was taken again, when Sarah died at 127 years, you find out that there are about 37 years in between. So Isaac was not a kid. He was a matured, grown man. It's possible, some say maybe 35 years, some say 37 years. But one thing we know for sure that he was, a, he was a matured man while he was going to the place of sacrifice. The quality of your offering. God tested him. God told him, what I want is what is Isaac. Not Ishmael. If it's to give Ishmael, it would have been very easy. It would have been one of the easiest sacrifices for Abraham to lay down. But the Lord was testing the quality of his offering. The quality of his offering. And I said something. I say any offering that doesn't have an identity is not what is not acceptable unto God. And we looked at it. You know, if you look at the, the, the scripture, they have the priest, the priest offering. They have the meat offering. All kind of offering. And each offering has a specific identity. There are specifications on how you offer it. But glory be to God, Christ has been our peace offering. Christ has been our meat offering. But right now, our substance in which the Lord has laid into our hand, how do we place it? How do we give it back unto the the Almighty God? 
How do we give it back to God? Today, glory be to God, the Lord has blessed us. But when it comes to giving, we don't want to give, you know, we don't want to give the, a quality offering back to God. And every time God is asking us, all I want for you is that particular Isaac so that I can take you to the next level. The quality of your offering will, de- will determine the quality of your fruit. The quality of your offering will determine the quality of your fruit. If the, if the, if, 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 if the, if, if, if the seed in which you are sowing is not qualitative enough, then I can tell you the speech of what is going to produce is what is sort of something substandard. If you look at the farmers in their barn, they gather the best ones, the, the best quality, the best breed of, 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 of fruit, and they keep it in the barn till when the, another you know, sowing time will come so that they can get something better. The Bible says, except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies. What happened? It abides alone. I said, what happened? It abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. That's what the scripture says. It brings forth much fruit. And the Lord is asking us, where is your Isaac? Where is that Isaac? I want to make good use of it. I want you to show me that really you love me more than than that Isaac. I want you to prove your love to me that you can lay down that particular one I've blessed you with so that I can take you higher. Isaac, maybe Isaac was almost taking the place of God in his life. Come and show me that you really love me. And there's a call also to someone in the house this morning. Where is that Isaac? Come and show me that you really love me. Come and show me that you really love me. Come and show me that you really love me. In the place, you know, we've been reading the book of James chapter 1 and from verse 2 to 4. James chapter 1 verse 2 to, two to 4. Say, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire and want to what nothing. That is the plan of God for our life. Wanting nothing. That is the expected and the want for us. But there must be a trying of our patience. There must be that particular trying of, 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 of our faith. So that when we get to the place of lacking nothing, we will not mess up the place. The place of trials and temptation is the place of preparation for the place of lacking nothing that the Lord has in stock for us. The place that will not lack anything that the Lord really wants for us, he wants to prepare our mind. He wants to prepare our heart. He wants to make us, you know, whole. For every time, you know, you see a child going to school, He's, he's going through one train or the other. You get to it and that stage after, you know, the, 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 the primary school, secondary school, university. After that, he still undertakes a lot of courses. All of us, we are still learning because what? We want to get better and better each day. That is also in the things of the spirit. That is what God wants for us. But until you are able to lay down that Isaac, getting that blessings, that we always say, Abraham, blessings are mine might not be visible. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. So the quality of our offering is very, very essential. And we look at the book of Genesis chapter 4. 
that is the story of, Ab- of Abel and Cain. And he said what? Cain brought an offering that doesn't have an identity. He said he just brought the fruits from the ground. That's Genesis chapter 4 and verse 2 to 3. It says, and she bought him another brother, Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep. But Cain was a tiler of the ground. And the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Just an offering. Just an offering. No identity. No identity. An offering without equality is not acceptable unto God. Our God is the perfect God. And whenever you are coming to him, you need to deliver your offering as you are delivering not what? A God of that magnitude. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. But what happened? Also in the process of time, Cain also brought, uh, Abel also brought an offering. And he said what? He brought of what? Of the first lane. And what? Of the fat ones unto the almighty God. So when they were being born, he was keeping them aside. Because if you have a cattle of about 100, for you to know which one is the firstborn is a, is a lot of issue. But as at the time that he was, they were giving back to them, he had an intention to give something, something that is befitting. So he was taking them aside. The firstly. The firstly was putting them aside. And when they come to the time of offering, he looked at the fat, fat one. I put them on a scale. He looked at them. That means those particular one that are firstly, they are being nourished and being cherished because what? You want to give something befitting and qualitative offering. And the Bible recorded that what? Heaven had respect for the what? For the, for, 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 for the offering of Abel. Every qualitative offering always command respect from heavenlies. Every qualitative offering that you deliver always command what? Respect from the heavenless. Always have recognition from the heavenless. You want to receive something extraordinary, there's something you've been praying for, then give a qualitative offering that can draw the attention of the heavenless for him to deliver the promise in which God has for you. Your offering, very, very key. Our offering, the quality of our offering is very, very key in the presence of the almighty God. Several times when we come to the presence of God, we just bring an offering. An offering. We need to bring a qualitative offering that heaven will see and heaven will marvel. That heaven will see and heaven will marvel. And for so many of us, we have testimonies to that for what the Lord has done in our life. So we look at the offering of our substance. The offering of our substance, very, very key. Another thing, we look at what? The offering of our lips. Offering of our lips. And we say that that is another kind of offering that you can give unto God. And when you are delivering it, don't deliver it as a mere offering. Deliver it as what? As an offering that has a quality. It should not be an offering that comes as a result of circumstances. Now, God has blessed me with a newborn baby. Glory be to God. Then I can offer God an offering. Glory be to God. The contract has been signed. Then I can sing a new song to him. But what about when those proposals are, are, are rejected? What do you do? Also, God expects us 
to give him an offering. To give him the praise. And we say one of the, re- one of the way by which we can give God a quality of that he must, but he must be constant. He must be, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall, what, shall continually be in my mouth. That is the kind of offering. And we look at Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15. It says, through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. Amplified version. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15. Constantly. Constantly giving praise to God. Constantly worshiping him. Constantly giving him the eye. That is one of the ways by which what we can command the respect from the almighty God to attend to our case. At every point in time, when the contract is being rejected, maybe God is just testing you to know whether if things are not going well, I will still go ahead and give God a praise. Maybe God is just looking at you. Okay, no problem. Now that things are not going well, I need that particular Isaac from you. Will you deliver that Isaac on a platter of gold even when things are not going well? God is testing you. God is, you know, trying you. God is tempting you just the way he did for what for Abraham because what he wants to take him to the next level. Before now, we've been seeing what the Lord has been doing. But this time around, it's time for him to deliver the promise. And he needs to be sure that after delivering this promise, that you will not leave his presence. So through him, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, and thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify him. Constantly. Constantly, constantly, I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 34 verse 1. I will bless him at all times. Whether things are looking good, I will bless him. Whether things are looking, you know, rough, I will bless him. Whether the road are so crooked, I will bless him. In any circumstance, I will bless him. Whether things are rosy this morning, I'm going to bless him. Whether there is food on the table, I'm going to bless him. Whether there is no lunch, I'm going to bless him. I will bless the Lord at all times. The times and period being mentioned there is what is in terms of circumstances. I will bless the Lord at all circumstances. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And when, the, when maybe... This year, you didn't get a promotion. God is waiting. Are you going to praise me this year? It's a test of your trial. And then you look at it. I don't think I have any reason to, to, to bless God for. You've not passed that test. And next year, the promotion refused to come. And you say, no, I didn't get anything this time. Around. I'm not going to bless him. The test is still there and it's still waiting. The Lord is waiting for you to pass that test so that it can take you to the next level. But until you acknowledge and know the way to praise God so that it can now take you to the next step. I'm telling you, you might not be able to. Somebody just waiting there. I've been serving God all this year. The first year, the second year. See my colleagues, they are getting their promotion. But mine is not forthcoming. All the Lord is waiting for you is for you to be able to pass that examination so that it can step you into the place of the promise in which he has given you. The promise is there. 
He said, he's not a man that will lie, nor the son of man that will repent. If he has said it, he will surely fulfill it. It's not because he's unfaithful. That is why that promise has not been fulfilled. In the place of Abraham, it wasn't because of God's unfaithfulness. That the first two, three, four, five, twenty years, the promises were not fulfilled. But God was gradually taking Abraham through a systematic process and examination so that in the, in, 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 in the mean of time, he's going to deliver that unto his end. Mind you, the place we read in chapter 21, he said what? And he bore him a son in what? At the appointed time. It was the appointed time. And I told us something last week. That when it comes to the timing of God, it is not, in our, it's not our own normal calendar. Some of us will oh, God has given me a promise. The promise he has given to you, his own timing, is as a result of process in which you must fulfill for him to deliver that which you want to deliver unto you. If that process will take you two days, then you get the promise in two days. But if it's going to take 20 years for you to be able to learn that which you want to take you through, then 20 years... You know, you still see the same pe- one person struggling to it as if, oh, God, I, this thing is not coming true. The thing is not coming true, not because he's unfaithful, but because you've not passed that particular examination which he wants you to go through. So if we must get that which he wants from us, then we must pass that examination. We've seen people, they've written the first year, second year, third year, fourth year, until you pass Waek, or until you pass Jam, there is no way in which you can get to the university. They will tell you until you, you get it. Until, some people spend five years to get it. And after that five years, they get to the university. Some spent just one year. They got it, and what? And they got in there. That is also the same when it comes to the things of the Almighty God. So the fruit of our lips as an offering, we need to offer it unto God as a quality offering that is acceptable unto him. That is acceptable unto him. That is acceptable unto him. He gathered his ass and he was going to the place in which, he, which God has given to him. The, uh, when, if you read through the scripture, from Moria to, to Bathsheba, where Abraham was staying that time, it was about 88 kilometers. And the Bible says, on the third day, he looked afar off and he saw the, the place. And I know that, it's, I don't think there is, it's not as if there is no mountain in Bathsheba where he was staying. But God wants to try him. Whether after one day, he's going to turn back. After the second day, whether he's going to look back. Maybe after some particular time, we say, oh God, I'm tired. Maybe I should go back. It took him three days for him to be able to see the place afar off. For him to offer that offering. So it was intentional. When you come to the presence of God to deliver an offering, it must be intentional. I don't just want to give an offering because they say I should give an offering. I want to give an offering because I want to give an offering. So we must be intentional in the place of our offering unto the Almighty God. Another kind of offering, which is a third one now, another kind of offering is the offering of our body. And let me tell you something. This is the most important offering you can give unto God. As in the scripture, we're going to look at it. Our body. A living and acceptable offering unto the almighty God. The book of Romans chapter 12 
Romans chapter 12 and from verse 1 and he say what? I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you do, do, do what? You offer your body a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice only and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. A living sacrifice. Not a dead sacrifice. God doesn't get, doesn't you know, accept dead sacrifice. When we look at the, 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 the issue of the children of Israel, whenever there's an offering, they will bring a living ram. A living sacrifice. And Paul was begging and pleading there. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of that you present your body a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So your offering must be living only for it to be acceptable. So even if you, you have a wonderful or huge offering to deliver to God in terms of your substance, if your body is not only and acceptable unto him, I'm telling you that offering will not be acceptable before God. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening this morning? I said, what? Your offering must be living and holy. And that is your own body. Your own body. Your own body. He said, holy and acceptable unto God. He said, what? And he said, and be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is what? Good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. That will be done through your body. Many people today, we do, we, may, we do all sorts during the week. And then on Sunday, we come to God and we want to leave holy hands. A dirty hand cannot offer a befitting offering to God. A dirty hand cannot offer what? A befitting offering unto the almighty God. If you read the book of Psalm. Chapter 24 and verse 3 to 4. He said, who shall ascend into the hill of the, all, of the almighty God? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He said, he that had a clean end and what? And a pure heart who had not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. A clean hand and a pure heart is prerequisite. They are not elective in the place of offering unto the almighty God. A clean hand and a pure heart. So your body, offer your body a living sacrifice. Always. That's living a holy life. Living according to the purpose of the almighty God. That is one thing that we can read as an example in the life of Abraham. Even if we look back also in the book of Genesis chapter 17. During this is antecedent. All this temptation which he was going through. The Lord called unto him and said what? Abraham, walk before me and be thou what? Perfect. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Walk. I want you to be what? To be perfect. I want to present yourself holy. No more games. I want you to come before me upright. I want you to come and deliver those offering with clean hands and a pure heart. He called unto him. So if we must deliver an offering that is acceptable unto God, then those offerings 
must be delivered with a clean hands and a pure heart. A clean hands and a pure heart. That is one of the reasons, that is one of the ways by which our, our, our offering can be acceptable unto God. But if it's not delivered with the clean hands, it can never be acceptable before God. He called Abraham for you to deliver this. So the state of our hands and the state of our heart are, are very essential in the place of our offering. The state of my hands and the state of my heart unto God are very, very essential. Are very, very essential. Are very, very essential. Apart from the offering of my substance, the offering of my body is very, very essential to God. And I say what is, in fact, is the most crucial to God. To offer unto God our body as a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable before God. The reason why some of us, it's as evil. They've said I should bring offering. I've brought offering. They say I should do this. I've done this. They say I should give my, my, my car. I've done it. But I'm not seeing results. It's because in the first place, it's possible that that particular offering was not acceptable unto God. It might just be a gift to the pastor. Glory be to God. It might just be a gift to the pastor, but unto God, it is not acceptable because what it's, there are issues with it. Just the way there are issues with the offering of Cain. Offering of Cain was just a smoke to heaven. It wasn't the bond sacrifice. But that of Abel was acceptable and was acknowledged because what it was it was done in the rightful mind, mind of, of, of Abel and that particular offering was of quality with the Lord, the man of him. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Quickly, let's look at the book of Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter number 10. It says, Hebrews chapter number 12. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And verse 2 says what? He said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him and the other cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus Christ is also another perfect example. How those sins, we need to lay them aside. Those sins, we need to drop them aside. Some, some people will say, I can do all things, but when it comes to lying, I don't think I can, I can pass this particular test. And God is waiting. You need to pass that test of lying for him to take you to the next level. And yes, you've been struggling with it. You've been struggling with it. He said, well, the grace has appeared unto all men. To do what? To say no to sin. And this season, for God to be able to accept that offering, for God to be able to take you past that level in which you find ourselves, we need to accept and live our life the way God wants us to do that. That's the only way our, our offering can be acceptable unto him. That is the only way our, our sacrifices can be acceptable before him. 
That is the only way we can get that which the Lord wants from us. Maybe you've been living your life the way you want and you've been praying to God. Maybe you've even fasted. Maybe you even, you know, uh, employed uh, prayer warriors and you are paying them just as some people would do. And every day you are paying them for them to pray on your behalf, but you are not seeing the results. Maybe it's because also your life must be acceptable before him. Somebody bow your head this morning and begin to talk to the almighty God. That father, all the days of my life, I want to present my body. I want to present my life. I want my offering before you to be accepted before you in the name of Jesus. Somebody begin to talk to the almighty God. Somebody begin to talk to the almighty God. The father, all the days of my life, I want to present my body. I want to give you all that I have with the quality that it deserves in the name of Jesus. I want my hands, I would want to present this offering with a clean hands. I want to present this offering with a clean, with a pure heart unto you in the name of Jesus. Somebody talk to the Almighty God. The Bible says that Isaac was the was was what was required of Abraham. He never gave Ishmael. He never gave his second best. He never thought of it that Lord, why are you doing this? He never did as if he never had him, but he went straight in the morning. And deliver that which the Lord wants from him. Begin to talk to the Almighty God. Father, Lord, this season, even as you try me to take me to the next level, Father, let my offering be acceptable unto you. All this while you've, you've been trying and you've been struggling and things are not working. It's as if those offerings are not acceptable. But you found out this morning is because you've not offered those sacrifices with a clean hand and a pure heart. I want to talk to the Almighty God. Father, I want to make a decision this morning. That Father, I want to offer up my life as a living sacrifice. I want to offer up my, my, my whole life as a living sacrifice this morning. I want to give you everything. Is somebody in the house taking that decision? Just place your left hand upon your chest this morning. I want to take up that decision. That Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Take the whole of me. Lay, the, your, lay your left hand upon your heart. Lay your hand, left hand upon your heart this morning. That Lord, I want to take a decision. I want to offer up uh, my life as a living sacrifice unto you. Uh, Lord, I don't want to offer up death sacrifice upon your heart anymore. But Lord, I want a transformation. Lay those hands upon your heart. Don't let the devil cheat you this morning. In the name of Jesus, take a bolder step and lift up your right hand unto him. Just as you lift up your hands, just take this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Father, I take up the decision. To offer my body, my life, unto you as a living sacrifice. Father, wash me and accept, it, accept me. I confess you as the Lord and personal Savior. Come into my heart and take hold of me in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answering me. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message... Please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.